Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello. Hey. We're back. As always. Yeah. It is July 1st, 2022. How about that, guys? Guess what's tomorrow? We're officially through halfway. Oh, whoa. We're officially. I, I said this yesterday. We're halfway through the year. How about that, guys? Yeah. No, it's great. And you know what's tomorrow? Is Grant's fucking birthday. It's my birthday. Navi is presenting himself to me right now. It's the birthday! But yeah, that is... um Staring into his ass. Yeah, he's staring. He's ass staring. He's but ass staring. We are here to talk about a new topic, as we typically are. How about that? No, it's true, yeah. we. Uh, it's going to be more of a relaxed sort of thing, because you know what? We. That's just what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> right. We found a list of uh, fucking ten uh, terrible serial killers from the state of Indiana. And, yeah, uh, we did. Yeah, thanks, Georgie, for sending that to us. He, yeah, he he was the one. He He's actually, what, he suggested a family, yeah, uh, the, somebody else. The Whitakers. And then we were just like, all right, yeah, we'll do that. And we didn't look into it at all throughout the entire week. And then I was gaming with Georgie one night, and I was like, yeah, we're going to do the Whitakers. Uh, I haven't looked into it. Did they like do anything, or like did they do like a crazy crime? And he's like, no, they're like inbred. <laughs> no, dude, I was like, well, up. maybe we should do something else. So he immediately sent me this list. So thank you, Georgie. Yeah, we appreciate it, Georgie. As always, you do. He comes. Uh, he comes in clutch. He, he comes really in does. clutch. He did the fucking what was it? Uh, Ruby Ridge. I think that was one of his suggestions. There was something else. Now this, you know, he's he's a huge part of the show. Yeah, he does. He throws out shit all the time. We did not do the... I'm not going to lie to you, Georgie. You might be hearing this from me for the first time. Um, we didn't do the Whitaker family. We didn't even bother to really look into it. Uh, cause I we, just said that. Oh, well, yeah. I know, but <laughs> you he, were reading a document over there. What, you, what were you reading? Just I was uh, looking at a bill. Oh, classic. Um, All right. Yeah. No, but I, I was prefacing that by stating... He got us really hyped for it by just saying, like, it'd be really cool, and immediately we go back to the previous things he suggested, and we're like, oh, okay, you know, he's, he's always coming up big for us, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he did not sell it at all. And then when Jake brought that to the table, we were, he was like, when Jake isn't sold, it's like, 
I'm I'm a lot easier to sell, you know. Yeah, well, it's easy to not be sold when I know nothing about it. But if I just hear that, yeah, they just are inbred people. I'm just like, well, those are everywhere. We live in Indiana, so yeah, maybe we'll just <laughs> we'll just talk about the people we're just that kill. Chit chat about some weird people from our home state. Um, you know, Indiana for everything it is, it's not a, it's not the worst place in the world. No, um, no, not at all. No. It, but it, it could be better. I mean, I'll admit it could be better. But, you know, everywhere has their issues. I mean, yeah, it's no thriving metropolis, but, you know. Wait, hey, hey, don't say that. It could shut be. up. Shut up. It is. It is. It's the greatest <laughs> it in the is. world. I was kidding. All right? That was a test as a, a fellow Hoosier. All right? But, yeah, let's, how about uh, we get into it? Yeah, you want to just, like, switch off? Yeah, let me see. Let me. I have it here. Let me... I like the pictures. Open it up. Open it up. Yeah, some composites there. All right. How about you do odds? I'll do evens. All right. All right. Number one. Number one. Navi is fucking yelling about a killer out there. Ten bucks <laughs> says it's the mailman. It's probably the mailwoman. Oh, God. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. You want to pause it for me? Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. see what his problem is. Yeah, let's see. You're not gonna believe this, guys. He was uh, he was barking at rain. Yeah, it started raining, and he started barking at it. This guy was crying for his transgressions. Anyhow, let's go back to it. Anyway, yeah. All right. So, uh, what was his name? Herb Ballmeister. Herb. Herb Ballmeister. Look at this guy. He looks like fucking Michael Sarah. <laughs> if he kind of does. Like on meth. He looks like a cheesy '90s actor. <laughs> All right, so uh, in in June of 1996, that was three months before I was born. Uh, the skeletal remains of uh, of of a number of young men from Indiana's gay community were found on the grounds of uh, the 18 acre estate of her Baumeister, uh, shared with his wife and children in an affluent Indianapolis suburb of Westfield. You ever been to Westfield? I have not. No. Me either. I have no idea. Uh, shortly after this grisly discovery, Ballmeister, 49 at the time, he committed suicide in, in Canada. Ooh, <laughs> that's not fun. Uh, it's, it's very short little descriptions of this article. Um, all right, Ballmeister was accused of, uh, murdering at least 11 young men whom he'd met while visiting gay clubs in Indianapolis. Because he killed himself, he was never formally charged. Doesn't that suck? That, that's just unfortunate. Come on. You dude. hate to say During Pride Month, you're going to make me say this? Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, a man who met ba- Baumeister. Ba- <laughs> I have no idea how to pr- like properly pronounce this guy's name. Is it Baumeister or Meister? Yeah, ba- I, I was looking at that, too. I was like, uh, Baumeister? Baumeister? Like Bannister, but it's Baum. Uh, so, yeah, a man who met Baumeister at a, uh, at a bar said that he had... He and Baumeister engaged in erotic asphyxiation while at uh, Baumeister's $1 million house. Damn. So, uh, yeah, this led pl- police to believe that Baumeister may have intentionally or accidentally choked his victims to death. More likely um, on purpose, I'd say. Yeah, more than likely, I, would, I could imagine. You know, uh, after Baumeister's death, his wife denied knowing her husband's frequent her husband frequented gay clubs or uh, or harmed any of his alleged victims. But police later learned that one of the couple's children discovered a skeleton on the grounds of the property years before. 
years. And it was just a little cover up there. It sounds like when uh, when Mrs. Baumeister uh, was uh, questioned her husband about the disturbing find, he told her that it was an anatomical skeleton that belonged to his deceased father, a doctor, and she accepted that. Oh, okay. It's just my father out there. It's just my dad. In the unmarked grave. Just my dad. Don't worry about it. Just pops. So yeah, that's uh, that's Mr. Baumeister, Mr. Michael Sarah. Um, God. Okay, was that a sneeze? That was. Ooh. That was a doozy. Ooh. Uh, yeah, this fucking millionaire was uh, killing gay folks. Navi, you're knocking over boxes now. He's like, let me sit. Damn it! I don't know what he's doing. That's that's wild. Um, yeah, that guy does look kind of fucking funny. I'm not Herb Bonister. Baumeister. Herb. Um, you think it's Herb or Herb? What kind of guy are you? Do you say herb or herb? If for a name, I'm a herb. Um, but like, if, you know, if you're like cooking with herbs, you know, you're not gonna be like, yeah. Oh, this is a beautiful herb. I'm gonna yeah. add. That's one of the only issues I have with the uh, chef Maddie Matheson because I love everything he does and everything he he is doing and will ever do probably. Uh-huh. But he says herbs. He's like, herbs. we got some fresh herbs. It's like I. No, it's herbs. I don't know about that, Maddie. It's herbs, and then if it's a name for me, if it's a name, it's it's Herb Herbert. Herbert. You know that's where I Herbert Baumeister. Yeah, he killed a bunch of uh, gay folks and put them in his backyard. Well, what a way to <laughs> in Indiana. Home. What a way to start not Pride Month. No, huh? it's that's true. Just yeah, lead off, and then we're going into celebrating the country in light of recent things. It's it's all fucked up, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, isn't it just stupid? This is kind of fun, dude. It's like a. Like a uh, a home state uh, a tribute, tribute from our show. In, yeah. in so many words, <laughs> a yeah. A tribute to what we cover, you know, um, in our home state. Yeah, now keep in mind, like, we're going to go through these ten. It definitely, we could probably do episodes on more than one of these. But I, I like this rapid fire, like, you get, like, little bits, you yeah. know? And we just want you to know that they come from where we come from. Yeah, they do. <laughs> that does anything for you all right so i got quite a doozy of a name but this one's fun bell gunnis that's that's her her american name um but her (laughs) birth name was brynhild paul's dater storseth um no wonder she changed it to gunneth so she was born in norway and moved out to the u.s in 1881 when she was 22 years old um she started working as a servant, all right? She was a servant girl, you know, normal Oh, God, people. the servant girl annihilator. Gunnis married her first husband uh, right when she came to America, and he died under oddly suspicious circumstances. However, he left behind a very sizable life insurance policy for her. Isn't that just sweet of him? Yeah, so after this, uh, you know what she did? She didn't, like, buckle down. She started committing a bunch of arson crimes and, like, was collecting insurance. And then with all the money she'd made, she bought a farm in Laporte, Indiana. Oh, shit. That's, like, real close to us. Yeah. Um, so after she came and, you know, got settled in Indiana, uh, she married again. Um, but her new husband did not last more than two years. Two years. Two years before what happened? He died, as well as his daughter <laughs> and his brother. He died. Um, so following the death of the second husband... Uh, there were ads in the newspaper, you know, like she was a wealthy widow. Like, what are they going to do? You know, she's this rich old broad that with the yeah. sadness in her heart. It was like the old time version of like Tinder. 
Yeah. It's just the newspapers. Like, I'm looking for a discogic suitor. Yeah. Please. Um, so a bunch of dudes started trying to get with her, you know. Um, the ones that did, uh, they all died. And um, Isn't that just weird? Up until April 28th of 1908, that was when a fire burned down her house. Um, and that's when they discovered the bodies of three children and a decapitated woman. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> so then the cops get involved. They search. Uh, they found the remains of several men, uh, which they assume were like the suitors. You know. Yeah. Um, they were never able to determine if the woman's body found in the house was Gunnis or not. Um, but it, this led many people to believe that she had murdered her children and faked her own death to start a new life somewhere else. That sounds about right. I mean, like, oh, the arsonist's house burned down. Yep. It's like, what, you you think she started a fire and cut her own head off? I don't think so. I don't Come think on. so. But, yeah, Come that's, on. uh, how about that? That's a little short little snippet of Bell Gunness. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So she was just, she figured out a system. She really did. The system, uh, the capital T, uh, capital S. She absolutely did. She was a... It, it's that one's like a double whammy because I mean you know if you go more in depth on Belle Gunness, um, there's more to her than just murder. She's also like a con woman. Yeah. Um, you she would fall into the category of a black widow. Yes. Oh, absolutely, without yes. a doubt. Um, but that, that it, it's interesting because there's more there's more involved in that story, and you know we keep it short just for the sake of this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was a real uh, like player, like oh I love you. Then you know like bam, give me your money, you're dead. Give me all that money, and bang. then she move on and just keep going, keep going, keep going. Sign these papers and eat this mysterious cake. Yeah, and for those of you that are wondering, uh, it wasn't like brutal murders. Um, some of them, if I can remember correctly, were like you know killed with an axe. Uh, but the majority of these were, yeah, like poison. You know, things of <laughs> that, that decapitated nature. woman, she was just slowly poisoned. That just happened afterwards. Okay, yeah, that was post-mortem decapitation. Yeah, yeah of course. But yeah, that's uh, Belle Gunness of Laporte, Indiana. A little, getting a little closer. Yeah, nice. we are. Wait till my next round. We're going to be hit real close. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, uh, Larry A. Eiler. I'm going to say Eiler. Larry Eiler. He killed young men and left them on the side of the road. <laughs> he kind of looks like a, a dime store version of fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Ed. Ed Kemp. Ed Kemp. Yeah, Ed Kemp. Yeah, Mr. Bumblebutt himself. E.K. All right, so uh, from 18, uh, nine, 18, from 1982 to 1984, Larry Eiler, uh, he killed a number of boys and young men, dumping their bodies along the side of uh, Indiana's highways. Ooh. Like so many bags of McDonald's trash. Oh, so just an unfortunate amount. You know? Uh, officials believe he killed at least 21 victims. That's Good Lord. more than I thought it would be, having not heard of this guy. But uh, largely based on information provided by his defense attorney after Eiler's death. All right? But he uh, he was only convicted of one murder, the killing of a 15-year-old Daniel Bridges. Daniel Bridges. Daniel Bridges. In uh, in 1986, Eiler was sentenced to death for the teenager's murder. All right, but he passed away from AIDS-related complications in 1994. So that's uh, one good story from AIDS, I suppose. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the worst story. No, I mean, it's not the worst outcome for this guy. Um 
Complications. Uh, yeah, complications from AIDS in 1994 at the age of 41. Before his death, Isla claimed to have had multiple accomplices. All right, including oh. a middle-aged Indiana State University professor named Robert David Little. Ooh, okay. That just sounds like an accomplice. Yeah, he sounds villainous and evil. You know, you know a three-named thing with Little at the end. All right, according to Eiler, while he tortured and dismembered his victims, Little would masturbate and take photos. Okay, <laughs> all right. It's starting to become clear why I haven't heard of this guy, but his body count is so high. Because he's, it's not like a romanticized thing. It's like he just did this. He just was very cruel and like not fun about. It. Yeah, he was just kind of gross. Just <laughs> there's in no general. like, there's no hook to this story. Uh, all right, based on Eiler's allegations, the professor was arrested and charged, but Little was acquitted in 1991. I know, Navi. I can't believe he was acquitted. Uh, sadly, many of the victims Eiler claimed responsibility for killing have never been identified, leading the police to conclude they were probably runaways or hitchhikers who may have been estranged from their families when they were murdered. Oh, wow, okay. So, yeah, we got, yeah, Larry Eiler. Yeah, and Larry that, Eiler, that one's, that's just kind of sad. Yeah, and the IU professor. Yeah, well, you know what, I'm, I'm sad that we even had to talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, um, his mustache is stupid. It's a weak man's mustache. It is. It's a, a a greater man would have something much more concise. Like it's honest. still an obtuse angle. Yeah, but it it's, is. it's 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 too it's acute for a mustache, and it looks stupid. He looks like an idiot. I agree. I definitely agree. I'm oh, glad he... he died of AIDS. <laughs> Navi is funny. like going to town on your fucking cheeks right now. He is. I'm trying to stay, the face cheeks. I'm trying to stay in here. He is, uh, he's really going for it. Though. Let's go, let's go silent and see if they can hear the tone. Right, can you guys hear this? <laughs> oh my God. I Navi. hear it incredibly Jesus loud. Christ, dude. <laughs> Navi. Navi, get off. Come here. Get away from me. There it is. All right, he's good. He's good. You got to sound, oh, now it's you my to turn. sound angry. Oh, God, it's my turn. Right, what, sound angry. What's, what's next on yours? Okay, so I'm going to bring you... This one's relatively new and incredibly close. Ooh, all right, named Darren. On October 17th of 2014, a 19-year-old sex worker named Africa Hardy, uh, her dead body was discovered in the bathtub of a Hammond, Indiana hotel room. Oh my God, that's where you work. Yeah. That's that's fucking crazy. And she had been strangled. Uh, What had happened was a friend of hers that knew uh, she was a prostitute, you know, was reaching out because she hadn't heard from her since she was supposed to go meet with a client of hers. Um, Anyway, so they, you know, she got the cops involved. Um, So they used her phone to track down uh, the last person that had talked to her, and the man hired her via a website. Um, and they arrested a man, the 43-year-old Darren Dion Van. Okay. All right? All right. So when he was arrested, uh, this is added in here. I don't think it really matters. Um, when he was apprehended, he was already a convicted sex offender. Um, they found him, and he had a bunch of her possessions, and he openly confessed to murdering Miss Hardy. Um, Pretty open and closed here, huh? Yeah, so when they brought him in for questioning and, and you know, the rest of the business... He admitted to killing plenty of other women. Six women. That's more than one. And you know what his M.O. was? He would hire prostitutes, 
kill them, usually by strangling. Then he would find an abandoned house in Gary, Indiana, and dump their body in the abandoned house. That's where we are now. Maybe we're going to find a, a cool... Um, well, not a cool. A uh, cool maybe, maybe, we'll, uh, <laughs> maybe we'll come across one of those. Uh, but he was convicted of seven counts of murder and is currently serving a life sentence without parole. Probably good. This guy looks like the sad Pepe meme. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. If you just like isolate just like around the eyes and mouth and face. Yeah, he does you look know? kind of sad. He's like, look, let me see, look right here. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> right just, here, I, give me one just, of these. <laughs> yeah. So I just scrolled down to my next guy, and he looks like a fucking rat. <laughs> he looks like he'd be in like Cannibal Corpse or something. He does. He's got the he's got the headbanger's neck, but yeah. he looks like a. Uh, oh god! Wait till you get to the picture of my next guy. <laughs> oh god! All right, I'm gonna save that. All right, David Edward Moust, I think, uh, was it was a killer <laughs> with with a, a troubled a past. <laughs> uh, when David uh, Edward Moust was just nine years old, his mother sent him to a mental institution uh, because she said he was violent towards his brother and small animals. Honestly, at, up until this point. Good job, mom. You know, like that's probably a good thing to get him checked out a little bit. According to Maust, while he was institutionalized, he was subjected to repeated sexual abuse. All right, that's not good. And uh, and longed to be back with <laughs> right, his family. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I I praised too quickly. Uh, and then he longed to be back with his family. He felt had abandoned him. Right. Shortly after he turned eighteen, Maust joined the army. And was stationed in Germany. Uh, there he took uh, he took the life of his first known victim, 13-year-old James McClister. Uh, Maust said that the death was an accident. But uh, he, he was sentenced to four years in prison for killing the teenager. And upon his release, returned to the U.S. Okay. So that's not what you're supposed to do as a soldier is kill uh, young boys in whatever country you're stationed in. Rather, no, no. it's the opposite of that supposed to save their life but um all right so over the next few years Maust was in and out of uh, prison for attempted murder and assault until 1982 when he was sentenced to 35 years for killing 15 year old donald jones in illinois donnie donnie jones however Maust was paroled in 1999 after just 17 years of serving you know his time Despite writing a letter asking uh, the authorities not to let him out of jail. So he was like, this isn't a good idea, guys. He's like, like guys, come on now. <laughs> he's like, I fucking love it in here. Use your I can't hurt anyone without any immediate repercussions. You want to keep me here. But no, he was let out. In 2003, uh, Mouse was charged with the murder of three young men. <laughs> so, oh, God. Uh, whose bodies he hid under freshly poured concrete in the basement of his apartment building in Hammond, Indiana. No Jesus way. Christ, dude, Hammond again. Wow. It's a stone's throw away from here. Uh, his crimes were eventually discovered, and he was given three life sentences. Uh, in a month after his sentencing, he committed suicide. Good. He left a suicide note behind, admitting to five killings, and apologized to the families of his victims. So this guy, I kind of feel bad for because he seemed to know that he was not supposed to be out of jail. Yeah, he got it. And him. they kept letting him out of jail. He's like, guys, please. <laughs> He's like, I'm so sorry, you guys. I beg oh, you, God. please. Well, Get ready for this next guy, Jake, because he looks like he lost a fight. 
this. I'm so happy oh, for you God. to see this. I'm sorry. I just keep looking at this picture of David Edward Mouse. And oh, he looks <laughs> and like, hilarious. Yeah, he's got the headbanger's neck. He's getting posted he, for he sure. He looks like a jar head, but he also has hair like that would be way too long for a jar head. Yeah. And like, <laughs> his face is like a little, it's like a wide angle fucking face. I don't know. Anyway, all right, let's go down and see what this guy looks like. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why is he bleeding in this photo? Yeah, the, the guy that I'm doing, he what lost the, the fight fuck, like dude? 100%. He lost Jesus his fight. Jesus Christ. Oh. Based on this picture, I, I imagine he's thinking you should see the other guy. <laughs> Probably. And he's on this list. Come on. He's got a good mustache, though. He <laughs> has the mustache. <laughs> he does, yeah, it's not. That's a good one. He's got the little soul patch there, too. Yeah, go ahead. So, following the death of his mother in 2012, William Clyde Gibson sexually assaulted and strangled Kristen Wittes. Um, She was an older woman. The 75-year-old woman had come into his new Albany home to offer her condolences for the grieving man. Uh, So he killed her, fucked her, and then on the next day, um, Mr. Gibson's sister actually saw uh, the remains and, and turned them in. Okay. Probably, yeah, good. Um, so he got arrested. Uh, they found the remains of, obviously, they found the remains of Kristen Wittes, but they also found the remains of 35-year-old Stephanie Kirk, and that was buried in his backyard. Um, when he was confronted about the remains, Gibson admitted to sexually assaulting the women, then strangling her to death, and all of this occurred on March 27th of 2012. How about that? That's, yeah. Uh, then this is where he blows the lid off of the fucking story. He officially confessed to the unsolved murder of Karen Hodella, a 44-year-old woman who was killed 10 years earlier in October of 2002. Damn. Um, so according to Gibson, he stabbed Hodella to death, and then he dumped her corpse near the Ohio River. Um, he was convicted of killing all three women, and he was given two death sentences and 65 plus 65 years for his crimes. Two death sentences. <laughs> and 65 years. So in that case, like, do they... So it's like, oh, you can refute this death sentence, but even if you do, you have another one coming your way. Or do they, like, euthanize you and then, like, use the miracle of science and medicine to bring you back and then just do it again? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I, don't, I really don't years know. Are there it's and funny because like... I didn't even really think about that. I was thinking like more in the term of like life sentences, but it, I went up and confirmed it says death sentences. So yeah, I'm really yeah, lost. Yeah, two deaths. Maybe it's like ego death, and then you're just capped. Yeah, we kill you emotionally, then we kill you physically, and then your corpse remains in prison for 65 years. <laughs> <laughs> to be eaten and played with by the other inmates. Yeah, we do what we want, <laughs> like, you know. Don't worry. Jesus Christ, man. That, she must say, that 75-year-old woman must have put up a fucking hell of a fight because this guy has wounds aplenty all over his face. <laughs> yeah, honestly, when you think about it, because he was arrested the next day, unless he was fighting with the cops, she got him good. Yeah, definitely. Or his sister did it to I don't know. Who but knows? yeah, so that's William Clyde Gibson. Jesus Christ. All right, my guy has great hair. This next guy has amazing hair, I'd say. Oh, he does. Not the best hairline, but it's spectacular I've hair. seen worse, though. That's nice. Alton Coleman. He went on a Midwestern killing spree. Uh, so Al- uh, Alton Coleman. And his girlfriend, Deborah Brown, crisscrossed. 
uh, the Midwest in uh, May and July of uh, of 1984, leaving the bodies of eight dead victims in their wake. Okay, so that's not good. After committing their first murder in Illinois, the couple went to Gary, Indiana on June uh, 18th of 1984 and sexually assaulted Annie Hillard, nine years old, and her niece, uh, seven-year-old Tamika Turks. All right, I don't think this guy's hair is as good as I thought it was. Uh, he, He seems like a piece of shit. Annie was choked unconscious, but she survived the attack, while Tamika was strangled to death with her uh, with a ligature and dumped in the bushes where her lifeless body was eventually discovered. On June 19th of 1984, authorities believe the couple abducted, raped, and murdered 25-year-old Donna Williams in Gary and disposed of her body and, uh, and vehicle in Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Coleman and Brown... Went on a went on to kidnap, assault, and kill a number of additional victims in the midwestern states, before returning to Indiana, stealing a car in Indianapolis, and murdering the vehicle's owner, seventy-five-year-old Eugene Scott. Oh, Eugene Scott! You Eugene say. Scott, he's dead. Uh, soon after killing Scott, the uh, the couple was arrested on July twentieth of nineteen eighty-four in Evanston, Illinois. And Coleman was convicted of multiple murders, sentenced to death, and executed on April 26, 2002, at the age of 46. Brown uh, was originally sentenced to death, but her sentence was commuted. All right, so she is now serving life in prison without the possibility of parole. Okay, all right. A lot of Gary, Indiana. Yeah, it doesn't really bode well Which for, like... Which is where we are now. You know, and they always, like, I always argue, like, it's not like, it's not like some fucking crazy war zone, like, place, but when you hear stories like this, it just makes people freak out even more. Yeah, I mean, know? well, recently, like, there was that, uh, that guy from Crown Point or something, the body of that kid from Crown Point that was discovered, like, four blocks from here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Behind the, what was it, the, uh, the potato place? Yeah it, yeah, it was. So that was recent. Yeah, who knows? Places are fucking nuts, man. Oh, good lord. What is this next person? I'm going to be honest. I didn't know if that was a, a man or a woman. Yeah, me either. It kind of looks like... Uh, oh, God. In the Goblet of Fire, who's the fucking uh, professor yeah, with Mad the... Yeah, Mad-Eye Moody. Mad-Eye Moody. It looks like that. <laughs> yeah. Orville But also Lynn. just like a hill jack motherfucker. Orville Lynn Majors. All right, Orville Lynn Majors. Um, With a name like that, you're destined for murder. This one's incredibly short, but it's sweet nonetheless. Um, When patients at an elderly hospital in Clinton, Indiana, started dying at an alarming rate, authorities launched an investigation, and this is where they figured out who this fucking guy was. So Orville Lynn James, he was a nurse in the ICU over there, okay? Okay. Um, he was only 36 years old, but he was arrested in December of 1997. Inside of his home and car, they found large amounts of epinephrine and potassium chloride. This is the same drug that was used in the killing of all, all the patients, okay? Okay, all right. This is, it kind of got funny. During his trial, a witness testified that Majors had stated on multiple occasions that he despised old people. <laughs> He's uh-huh. in the wrong profession, man. <laughs> like that's 
And obviously this probably explains some of his motivations for the crimes. Except he's fucking geriatrics, octogenarian yeah, fucks. fucking assholes. <laughs> uh, but in November of 99, Majors was convicted of murdering six victims, although investigators initially suspected that he may have killed more than 100 people during his time at the hospital. He was sentenced to 360 years in prison. Good lord. You think they just went through his, like, his medical history, not like his, but like, at places he worked at, like just patients that had probably died under his care? Yeah, and they were he like, did it's it. probably all of them. He did it. Fucking Maybe. Orville's the. I just, I love the fact that, like, this is something that, it's like a quirk of his personality that people know. Like, Orville hates old people. I hate when people have been around for too long. Like, why? <laughs> How like, do you hate old people? Like, yeah, they might get, like, on your nerves, but, like, they're just old people. They're just, like, funny. Like, they've just been here, dude. They're just, like, saggy. Yeah. They're, they're just, just saggy folks. They're just doing <laughs> Like, that's all it is. They just have more experience than anyone you anyone else you know. The most under-experienced old person is more experienced than a highly experienced young person. That is true. Simply because they've just lived for so long that like, they've seen and been around when all bunch of weird shit happened. But it is interesting to think about. It's like, oh, fucking old people. They have like all this experience with life in general, but everything is constantly changing, so they have no idea what the fuck is happening. Yeah, pretty much. So, it's like, every young balance. person is like, these idiots. It's like, that guy fucking fought in 17 wars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the time difference between Vietnam to now, like, the shit that has changed is so incredible. The fact that these old... If you know an old person, and I when I say old, I mean older than, like, 70. If you know someone that's 70 or older and that can operate a smartphone, like, they are the shit. Like, yeah. they... They came from a time where TVs were fucking black and white and had a knob, and now they have every piece of information you could ever want in their fucking pocket. And they know how to navigate it. If you yeah. meet an old person that knows how to screenshot, oh, oh, that's a I, diamond in the rough. Yeah, you're All in right? for it. You got it. And they're old enough. Give right. some more credit to old people. Yeah, come Don't on. Don't be like Orville. Okay? Yeah, Orville was a piece of shit. Uh, all right, so Leslie Irvin. All right, this is the next person. He looks uh, rather dashing, rather handsome, maybe in the 20s. No, it's the 50s. All right, well, he killed six during a crime spree. That's not dashing He's at all. <laughs> That's fucking he terrible. dashing away from the crime scene. Uh, so from December of 1954 to March of 1955, Leslie Irvin went on a crime spree, committing several robberies and burglaries and taking the lives of at least six people in the process. So he was a little bit of a robber there. Just a little uh, bit of a just robber. Just a tad bit, robbing people of their lives. When Irvin was finally uh, apprehended in April of 1955, he stood trial in Indiana and was convicted and sentenced to death for his crimes. However, in 1961, Irvin, who, uh, who had been given the nickname Mad Dog, <laughs> Mad Dog. <laughs> by the media, uh, he successfully appealed his conviction with the Supreme Court finding that the constant uh, pre-trial publicity of his case received uh, of his case received made it nearly impossible for him to get an impartial jury in the country or in the county rather uh, where he was tried Irvin stood trial against uh, again in the following years and he was convicted and sentenced to life in prison on November 9th of 1983, at the the 59-year-old con convicted murder, 
He died of lung cancer in the Indiana State Prison. Nice. I mean, yeah. not, not, you know, not objectively nice or yeah, good, I mean, but good. Another example of journalism fucking shit up. Yeah. It's like, we're just going to write everything about this guy. We're going to give him a nickname. Everyone's going to know who he is. Oh, he hasn't been convicted yet? <laughs> it's like, no. No, he hasn't. This guy's Mad Dog. Mad Dog Fart Man. You think, you, know? you think Mad Dog 2020 is named after this guy? That that hor- horrifyingly disgusting malt liquor drink? Have you ever had Mad Dog yeah, before dude. we get into that? It like crystallizes at the bottom and shit. It's intense. It's intense. I'll tell it's you what. It's extremely weird. Uh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like nothing you've ever had before, but it'll make you forget. It will. Navi's It'll make like, you forget everything. Oh, he's coming back for round Navi's two. Navi's back. He loves Mad Dog. He is a Mad Dog. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm, hold on. I'm, I'm thinking here. No, Mad Dog. Mad Dog. I don't think he created it. Or like, I don't think he name. created it, but it could be like, oh, that's a cool name. I'm gonna name my weird malt liquor after him. That would, be, yeah, I, I could see that. You know, get the fuck, get the fuck out Navi. of here. What are you licking my hands for? Your hands are where the other sweet oils are. Oh, dude, I forgot, like, we went, uh, well, we'll talk about that after. Let me finish. I'll get back to this. We'll finish up this list here. All right. Um, this is one that no one actually knows the identity of. How about that? Ooh. Oh, this is all the composites. Yes. Um, so in April and May of 1992, a serial killer was terrorizing people in multiple states. Indiana, Kansas, and Missouri. That, yeah. What he would do is he would drive down the expressway, I-70, and he'd go to local stores and strip malls, and he would just shoot people that were working in the shops. Um, Fuck. (laughs) A lot of experts believe that the guy had actually started up here in the Midwest and went down to Texas because three women working in stores were shot in Texas in 93 and 94, um, and one of the victims actually survived. So only two were killed. One of them was just shot. Yeah. Um, so the I-70 killer was never identified, but at the time of the murders, uh, they released a sketch of who they believed the suspect is. Um, witness described the killer as a white male in his late 20s or early 30s, and he was using a 22 caliber weapon to murder his victims. And no one ever found him. Jesus Christ, this guy's got a long nose. Long nose, twenty-two having serial killing man. Like this takes up like sixty percent of his fucking face length. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Wow, he kind of looks like David Bowie in the one like right all off to the right. Let me see a little bit. Look, look at this composite. Pulling up, pulling it up. I, I, I think it might move. just be the 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 implied rouge of the uh, of the cheeks there, but you said the one on the right, eh? On the far right, there's like four of them. On the one on the far right. Oh, yeah, that's Ziggy. That's, that's fucking Ziggy. Ziggy. That's Ziggy. It, no, you don't think so, Novs? No, he says no. He doesn't think so. All right. Come here. Come here, puppy. Hey. What are you looking at? Hey. You're looking at the bathroom. Come lick my Come hands. Uh, what was I going to Oh, about my the, hands. The sweet oils. So that was the kill, That was the 10 serial killers from Indiana. Yeah, just a little little taste of where we come from. Yeah, but um, we're not done yet. We're going to give you a quick little bonus, um, cause this is where the story is going to take us and I'm sure we'll talk about it for a moment. What's going to happen? Um, so I forgot we went to the movies yesterday. <gasps> oh yeah. And, um, I, I'd ordered a popcorn cause I haven't been there in so long that I was like, I'm going to get popcorn. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have no, you're popcorn. right. I ordered two beers. And so we had, I was eating popcorn and, um, I didn't, um, 
Like, I, I wipe my hands, you know, like on like a towel. But I didn't, not a towel, but you know what I mean, like a napkin. Um, a towelette. But what they were doing, or what I didn't do, I didn't like wipe it with water, you know, when I came home. And Navi was going to town on my hands. Yeah, dude, you made me, you literally instructed me to put so much butter on there that I was disgusted. Like, do it, like, put the butter flavor on there until you feel sick. Yeah, And I much. obliged, so uh, Navi got to wreak that, wreak that benefit. But yeah, so He's he chewing was, on a green pig right now. He was loving my hands yesterday. He was loving the popcorn in, in every facet of its being, but it was okay. Um... But yeah, we saw that movie, uh, The Black Phone. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't like... Like, there was the proper amount of hype for it, I think. Because like it was, there weren't too many uh, you know commercials on like TV or anything. It was usually just like a YouTube ad or something, like here and there. There wasn't too much hype behind it, and I feel like it, it perfectly reflects that. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I would have to agree. Um, it, it, what it is... It, I, without spoiling anything, it's like yeah, I was a, gonna say. it's a semi like it's a weird like true crime mixed in with some possible supernatural hallucinationness. Maybe? Yeah, I'd say it was more of like a thriller than a horror thing with like a few horror elements like thrown in there every now and again. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. It, it was it was good. It it really I didn't know what to expect going in. Um. And I have to say, I was very surprised, like pleasantly, in a in a positive yeah. way. No, yeah, it was great. It do, I, I'm pretty sure the dad, the guy who played the dad in that movie, was, or if he wasn't, he definitely needs to be cast as fucking Charles Manson because he looks exactly like Charles Manson. Yeah, no, he did. It, it was fun. They, I, I'm not going to spoil anything. They really did a good job of like making you hate the dad like initially and then they without him being like a character that has more than probably 50 words in the whole movie they did a really good job of like characterizing him yeah and like making him not a bad guy at all you come around to him in like yeah probably less than a paragraph of lines for this guy yeah and i that part really was cool to me because it was like it was more so about like the the kids the dad's children the son and the daughter yeah um but, like, obviously they were characterized because they, they were the main people in the movie. But everybody, they really handled, I think, the characters well. Yeah, dude, uh, who is that, uh, he played the the brother of someone, I don't want to give it away. Yeah, but he it was, was good. Yeah, he was the, um, he was the fucking mama's boy in uh, the new It Part 2, right? Oh, yeah, right? he was, wasn't he? Yeah, he's rocking a stash in this movie. He did. I thought he looked familiar. Right, dude, he's appearing in more shit. I like that guy. That That's interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but no, dude, I thought it was a great movie. I uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty good. No, I, I definitely good. recommend it. I'd watch it again. It was good enough for us to not want to give spoilers, you know? Yeah, and that no, says a lot for us. I agree. When we spoil movies, it's typically because it's like we're like, let me tell not, you how shitty this is. Yeah, it's not worth it, and it's like we could just give it to you, you know. Yeah. But it's uh, this one was. I would definitely say it was worth it. Um, that new barometer scale of like, is it worth seeing in the theaters? I liked it. I'm glad I saw it. Um, 
I mean, I don't. It's not a movie you have to see in theaters. Though, no, I'll of course not. Well, I mean, it, it was your first time back in the theaters since like for like two years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I <laughs> I looked over at you a couple of times. When it was like particularly loud, and I just saw your eyes widen. I was like, "Yeah, it's it's louder than you remember." It, 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 it's it, so fucking loud. <laughs> it is. It's like it just throws you off. And I, I'm proud to admit, um. I don't, I don't get bothered by jump scares. Like, they do their intended job. They make you jump, you know? No, of course, yeah. And there's a couple, like, really good ones that... They're, they're not even scares. They're just, like, jumps, I guess, you know? It's like, oh! Okay. Yeah, and they... I, I handled it very well. I, like, didn't react to the point of, like... Like, my body reacted. It was more just, like, whoa. Like, yeah. Uh, no like popcorn it, was you, spilled. Yeah. yeah, like, the eyes would get big. Your head would be like, holy shit, what the fuck? And then you're like, oh, okay, this is fine. Yeah. But uh, all in all, it definitely was a good movie. Um, I really don't want to say anything else about it because I think it, I think it's worth the the view. No, definitely. It uh, it was fun. It it didn't need a lot. There's no like lore on it to me. I guess that's a bad word, but you know what I mean. Like, there's well, no I mean, like overarching like story you need to be aware of. I don't think it's like a bad word. It's just like the. This is an initial idea that could have lore maybe later. Yeah, I think so. You know what so. I mean? I think so. And it, it definitely, it's fun. And it for what it is, it, when you see it, you might be confused. But, like, when I tell you this, it's incredibly realistic. Very like, much so, yeah. That's why I thought it was cool. Because it, it was super realistic. It wasn't, like, one of those, like, crazy, like, demon, like, this guy's a fucking Jason. It was just like, no. It's like, no, it, it was pretty cool because it seemed like a real like villain like it seemed like a real criminal like something that could actually be discovered and you're just like oh shit that's a crazy story yeah pretty you know much I mean? it, it's like a true crime thing that we would cover it was definitely a, a wild ride and i recommend everybody go see it i loved it dude and those previews i am very stoked to see nope yeah, I'm stoked to see Nope, very much so. I'm definitely I want to see it. I I'm I wouldn't even say I'm hyped about it. I really don't have an opinion, but I still want to see it. Yeah. It, it seems weird like it, it was just very... looks like Skinwalker Ranch with fucking uh oh, what's his name? Jordan Peele? Yeah. Yeah, with his like little sprinkling of sense of humor. Yeah, so I I do think it'll be a good movie. I'm, I I really am excited for that. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Um but it, it it's exciting. It's a good time for movies. It seems like there's it is. the right amount of cheese, you know? Right amount of cheese, more horrors coming out. The uh, the What Makes You Smile movie looks pretty good. You know, it kind of looks like a It Follows type of thing. Yeah, so a little it, bit. it's going to be good. It's going to be a good ride here. But, um, I mean, I think, other than that, that might be our episode. That might be our episode. is a little bit of a short one. But you know what? It's a quick bite for the holiday weekend. Everybody's got shit going on. You don't have time to sit here and listen to this show. Yeah, I mean, you got like, holiday plans. Yeah, we talked about murders in fucking Indiana. You know what's legal in Indiana? A shit ton of fireworks. So go ahead and blow some of those off. We're probably gonna do it, right? You gonna blow some stuff up this week? Uh, probably not. No. You gonna watch stuff blow up? I hope so. There we go. All right, that's all that matters. Yeah, I think that'll probably be what'll happen. Hell yeah, dude. But yeah, I um, I love you guys, and we will be back. No, I also love you guys, and we're recording this earlier again. Mitch is not here for his bananas duty, so maybe Navi will speak English. 
Yeah, maybe. And say it. But uh, for now, you can follow us on all the shit because we are starting a cult that's Grand Up Jake. I don't think I said that at the beginning. No. <gasps> oh, my God. I fucking failed. All right, but anyway, we are starting a cult that is Grant, and I am Jake, and Navi was here. He's not wearing any clothes. Uh, he's, he looks like an animal. And uh, what else? Uh, you can follow us on all the shit, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, we're on YouTube. You can like and subscribe there. All the episodes go up there automatically. And then we're also on TikTok, uh, Wasack underscore pod. Uh, pretty cool. And uh, email, startacult at gmail.com. You can send us stuff. Send us reactions, maybe just a GIF, maybe suggestions. I don't know. Anything you want to send us, send it to startacult at gmail.com. And there's a link below for the Patreon. We just recorded a Patreon episode last night. Yes, we did. And we posted it. Oh, we So did. you can get extra content bi-monthly. Oh, you can. I think that, that was our 46th Patreon episode. It so was pretty okay. good. There's a lot of extra shit up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Navi is almost always there. So... Uh, yeah, we are starting to call this Grand Up Jake. That was Navi. That was bananas. Oh, oh bananas again. Can't Keep reach bananaing. the fucking mouse. All right, bananas. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 